Aloha, people of God. It's your brother Mike Dillard coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. So, I'm taking my time before I actually uh, start my day in 15 minutes. I told myself, I'm going to start my day. I, I originally said I was going to start my days at 8 o'clock every day, right? Because for me, I, I don't really have a set schedule. It's just the way I work. That's how I can do everything kind of all at the same time because I don't have a set schedule. It's just the way my mind works. I know the tasks that I need to do and I do it. I may be up working till one in the morning. I may start my day. I'm kind of all over the place, but I get it done. That's just, that's how it works for me. That's the way God made my brain. But I said, you know, I can get more done, right? Because, you know, businesses work on a particular time frame. So I'm like, man, I need to start at like eight. Instead of maybe starting off, really starting off at like 10 o'clock or whatever, because by the time I get in the groove, it's lunchtime. Now, you know, I go to call people, they're at lunch. And people don't really just take lunch for like 30 minutes or an hour. I mean, people be taking two hours, right? So between 11 and 1 o'clock is, is lunch, right? So, I mean, that's that's two hours right there. So, anyway, I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm, I'm going to start at 9 o'clock today. I'm, I'm a, <clears throat> 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. So, I, st I sit down and have Bible study. So, this is not very long because I've only got 14 minutes <laughs> before 9 o'clock. And I told the Lord I am going to start today at 9. I'm going to keep my word. So, I, I see I don't even have a title for this. <laughs> I, the title will be given to me at the end, right? Listen. I was reading through Philippians, so as I was praying, the, the thought occurred to me, turn to Philippians. Okay. <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, man, so I turned to Philippians 3, right? <laughs> Philippians, <laughs> bear with me. Philippians 3, right? All right, let me see, let me see. Where, where should I start? Okay, I'm going to start at Philippians 3, 7. And I'm going to read to nine. Let me see. Yeah, we'll, we'll just see where, I, where, I, where he stops me. Okay, anyway, listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> but what things were gained? First of all, Father, thank you so much for the word of God today. Thank you for the opportunity for us to glean from the word. Lord, you're so powerful. It doesn't take one hour, two hours, three hours right for you to speak to us God you can speak to us very powerfully in a very short amount of time and just explain something so quickly God so thank you for this quick powerful message It's in it's out but it's gonna stick with your people we love you so much thank you oh please give me the grace to deliver this message and father I pray you give my brothers and sisters around the world the faith to hear with us saith the Lord in Jesus name amen amen all right so it is written uh, Philippians 3 we start at 7 but what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made comfortable unto his death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after 
if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So I actually read to verse 14. So Philippians 3 verses 7 through 14. So, you know, when I started reading the Bible in my younger days, I started off with the NIV. And you you all have heard me talk about the NIV before, right? The way that is translated in how it's taken one of the most essential pieces of doctrine and, and just removed it. It, it, it altered, basically, it, it's, it's altered. <laughs> they altered it, right? It's a scripture that talks about how, how the Father, the Son, and the Spirit are one. Yo, here it is. Look at that. I just turned him. There it is right there. God is good. 1 John 5. 1 John 5 verse 7. Well, let me let me back up. 1 John 5 verse 6, 7, and 8. And I'll explain in a second why I gotta do that. He who is, oh, excuse me, who is he that overcome? Oh no, no, no. Let me back up. <laughs> this is he. No, 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 no. I gotta back up to five. Okay, thank you. 1 John 5. Verses 5 through 8. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness in earth, the Spirit, and the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. So I hadn't planned on talking about this as I have nine minutes left right before I start. But I can't just say there's an error and not tell you this in case you guys have never heard this before. So... The reason I wanted to read all of those is that is so that you have the accurate backdrop, right? Verse 7, where it says, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. So Jesus is the Word. The Bible tells us that. <clears throat> so we know right there, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, they are one. There's many false doctrines out there that say they're not. There's no such thing as a trinity. There's no such thing, right? But there, there is a uh, there is a movement to change Bibles, right? So that way, in the end times, when the devil brings his thing out, right, it the the actual the Bibles, some of the Bibles will support what he's saying, right? So they they have to change the Bible with certain phrases. They have to remove them, otherwise, it's right there. He, it's right there in the Word. It says that they are one, right? But what the other, what what these Bibles will do, including the NIV, there's many other versions, but including the NIV. So what they do, they actually omit verse seven, and then they just take verse six and verse eight, and they make verse eight verse seven. So theirs will read, 
you know, this is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the spirit that bear witness because the spirit is truth. And then their next verse will say, and there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. So you see, it's not the same thing. They literally omit it. That is one of the most important pieces of scripture in, in, in Christian in Christianity, right? It's foundational, but they removed that. So anyway, now going back to Philippians, I just want to make sure I gave that to you. I have to be a good teacher unto the Lord, right? I, <laughs> he, he's going to be like, why did you not tell him that, son? Okay, I did tell him, Lord. Okay, so here we go. So what made me laugh is because when I first learned this scripture, you know, it said, I consider all these things loss or garbage. But it's like I've never read it in King James Version. But King James Version says he counts it as dung. Basically, it's poop, right? So everything else is like, look, yay, doubtless. And I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung, but poop. Right. That I may win Christ. And that just made me bust out laughing, because if you think about it, when you take a poop, right, you, you're expelling something. It is loss. Right. You take a poop, you defecate. Right. You it's a it's an expelling. It's a loss. You're you're losing something. So you took something in. Right. You took something in. You ate it. Your body processed it. It processed it. And then the waste element Right. You just took a dump. As we used to say in Jersey, you took a dump. You dumped it out of, of your butt. I'm sorry to be so graphic, but <laughs> this is what had me laughing. Right. And you just you just took a dump and there it is. So it's like, whoa, that that is how we are to look at everything else with comparison to winning Christ. It's like, look, would you rather have this nice, fresh, hot, steamy pile of cow dung or would you rather win Christ you know would you rather be a part of Christ and that that's what just happened I literally was in my house howling with laughter right it's like wow how graphic can you make that right a steamy hot pile of dung right or <laughs> or the riches that God has for you because everything else Everything else compared to what Christ has, it is that. It is dung. It is poop. It is crap. Okay? So, if and when you are faced with choosing, because more and more, you're going to have to choose. More and more, the doctrines that we're going to see preached in the church. I was just listening to um, Sister Courtney. She makes these little short, most of her prophetic Messages are very short, maybe like a minute, two minutes. Um, anyway, um, a fresh word. That's the name of her channel. So y'all can follow her. She's awesome. But anyway, she I saw one from maybe like three months ago. I watched it today, but I saw, it was from like three months ago. And she was saying how um, the Lord was saying like he's going to divide, you know, he's going to divide the church. You know, the Bible says he didn't come to make peace. He came to divide. He's coming with the sword. He's coming to divide. Right. And how. That's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to see these doctrines. You're going to see things splitting apart, right? So literally, 
there's going to be two doctrines. One that's going to be stand on the word of God. They're going to stand on the word of God, which is how it's supposed to be. Unfortunately, most people that say they're Christians, they don't do that. They stand on what they believe in their heart, as they say, is right. But that's wrong. The Bible says that the human heart is desperately deceitful and wicked above all else. Who can know it? So if somebody tells me, like, you going from your heart, I'm like, well, you're you're on your way to hell, then you're being deceived, right? Because your heart is wicked. Jesus said it, okay? <laughs> so there's going to be two groups, right? A, a doctrine that stands on the word of God. And then there's going to be a doctrine that is very liberal. In other words, you know, they're accepting and tolerating of homosexuality, bestiality, uh, uh, you know, the pornography, incest, uh, pedophilia, all of the stuff, because that is the liberal agenda. It is a satanic agenda, which is diametrically opposed to the word of God. And it, it's already crept into the churches. Right. So you're going to have to choose. Right. Are you going to stand on God's word? Right. Or you're going to stand on your word or the liberal evangelicals word, which is the exact opposite of what the Bible is saying. Now, I always say, listen, if what you think is not if it's opposite what Jesus Christ said, you're you're on the wrong road and you better get off that road quick because it's not going to take you where you want to go. Right. Jesus is God and Jesus is the word. So if Jesus says something. And if you're saying something contrary to Jesus, then guess who's wrong? It's not. It's not Jesus. Right. <laughs> it's not Jesus. It's you. OK, check yourself before you wreck yourself. All right. So anyway, there there's the message. Oh, and to finish this up. So, yeah. So you, you have two doctrines, right? You have this world's liberal uh, uh, doctrine which says all of this stuff is okay. God's okay with it. He's all right with it, right? This is literally the hot, steamy, fresh pile of cow dung. That's what it is. So it's like, look, you can stand on what they're saying or you can stand on what Jesus Christ himself says. And the comparison is you want this fresh, steamy pile of hot, fresh, steamy pile of cow dung. Or do you want the precious, priceless, beautiful, transcendent, right? Word of the eternal God that is going to lead you into eternity with him, right? The God of wonders, the God that only does wondrous things. So that's your choice. You, which which one do you want to choose? You want the cow dung or do you want the true treasure that's going to lead you into eternity? OK, that's it. It is nine o'clock. Your brother got to go. I got to go. I got to go. OK, hey, I love you with the love of the Lord. Remember, always submit yourself unto God first. Then he will resist. Excuse me. Submit yourself unto God first and the devil. Jesus, please. And my mom trying to rush out here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Lord, help me. Remember, right? Resist, always submit yourself unto God. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. There you go. Until next time, aloha and be blessed.